Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossat, managing editor of Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com, and now FightfulSelect.com. If you haven't already, Check out Fightful Select. It's going to be bringing you these shows ad-free. Really, the only plug you'll hear is for Fightful Select through WrestleMania weekend. It is our premium service. It has retro podcasts, Q&A podcasts, Jimmy Van's match archives, photo galleries, our weekly uh, Fightful Weekender where we talk NXT, Ring of Honor, 205 Live, New Japan, all kinds of stuff like that. Dark match commentary. We've got a ton of stuff over there. Just go ahead and check it out. FightfulSelect.com. Uh, you can get early access to the Fightful Wrestling Weekly, early access to my interviews, uh, early access to the pretty funny Listen Your Boy intro that goes up tomorrow. But just give that one a glance. And of course, make sure you tune in this weekend. We have podcasts galore, Saturday night, NXT TakeOver, New Orleans, uh, UFC 223 shortly after that. Instead of covering Ring of Honor that night, I'm going to wait until the next afternoon. We'll do a bit of a WrestleMania pre-show and talk about that show. And of course... WrestleMania night. I am joined by one Jeff Hawkins who is not wearing a point at the fucking sign shirt. <laughs> but you'll get to see the sign in person, Jeff. You're heading to WrestleMania. I came very close to buying a your boy shirt to wear oh <laughs> this weekend. Maybe but I don't Daniel wanna... Witt did last year and he got that thing all over TV. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't want to be the guy wearing the shirt for the product that I work for. Oh, <laughs> uh, I know. I do that too. Like if I go out, I, I don't wear the fightful shirt or anything yeah. like that. It's just I am I'm packing and I'm I'm pretty much done. But but I I, I need to explain this to you. I am firmly in that gray area between <laughs> I have way I have just enough to get into a carry on, but if mm-hmm. I want to buy anything else, I won't be oh, able to fit it. Yeah. Or do I just do I just check a bag and have to wait at the terminal? <laughs> for the bag to drop and have that extra room in case I want to get because this is That's a six deli- this is a six night trip for you yeah yes okay so yeah you got to pack like plenty of clothes for something I have like plenty it, it, it I mean it, that's not the problem the problem is is do I want to wait at baggage claim that that's yeah. the problem I, that's my uh 
on we i'm currently suffering right now hot dog guys if you all haven't already leave us a thumbs up subscribe of course fightful is going to have uh, all your typical news from radio road they're going to be sending us interviews a lot of things like that uh that we will cover but this week, uh, I have just loaded it down with exclusives from the Fightful Wrestling Weekly on Friday, uh, which our friends over at Pro Wrestling Unlimited do a great video on. Get, go check them out. But I interviewed Stevie Ray, interviewed Eva Lise, interviewed uh, Joey Janela, interviewed Gangrel of all people. They offered me a bunch of names, and I said, give me Gangrel. I want Gangrel, damn it, who actually wrestles more than a lot of indie wrestlers that I know these days. Uh, have a lot of shoot interviews dropping the Colt Cabana, Dave Lagana, uh, the Alex Riley. When I did last year, got exclusives from Sanjay Dutt, and we got a ton of guests on tomorrow's Listing Your Boy show. So keep it locked to fightful.com because we just got tons of stuff all weekend long that you can only find at fightful.com. One of the, the more interesting things out of the interviews that, that I got this week. Eva Lee's throughout all the stuff this weekend, she's not booked to wrestle. And she was a little pissed about it, especially yeah. with Lucha Underground running a show. Like, I straight up asked her, I was like, how do you feel about it? And she goes, uh, honestly, I'm pissed. I was like, well, okay then. Does that surprise you that someone with the profile of her, and I mean, you, you, you hear some things. Some people say that she's had attitude problems in the past and stuff. But if anything, she she's outspoken. Always has been, though. Yeah, and it surprises me just uh... – but also, I mean, I don't know what what are the women's groups down there between Shine and Shimmer. And well, Lucha Underground running against Impact Wrestling. That tr- that too. I mean, you could at least put her on there against like a Chelsea Green or something. Um, Who's doing an Impact appearance despite being finished with the company? Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's it's. Uh, I I'll I'll say it, it, it's rather unusual, but there's a lot of unusual stuff. Like for example, Progress isn't bringing over TK Cooper and the South Pacific power trip were the breakout team of last year's mania. He's not even on that card. There, there, there are guys who are working too much and there are people who aren't working nearly enough this weekend. Yeah. It, the interview is one that I wanted to do that. That was another name that got offered up and I widely considered her one of the best women's wrestlers outside of WWE in the North America area. I think she's phenomenal when she's she, great. When she wrestles guys, I buy it. She pushed for a lot of the things that are going on right now when she was in developmental and was very outspoken about some things that were going on in developmental that ended up being true. Also, in the interview, she flat out accused WWE of rigging tough enough, saying that Andy, uh, Ariane, and Christina all had contracts before the show. I was like, hot damn. We'll have a story on that this week. So that would not. That wouldn't shock me. Most reality yeah. shows are rigged. <laughs> other other people. Uh, uh, how about this one? Fightful.com's Jason Kincaid wrestling for WWE this week on the Access shows. WWE Stealth came in and became the best indie show of the weekend. How did that? How, how did they do that? <laughs> they they have uh, Walter on here. They have Keith Lee on here. They have tournaments for all their belts. And this has gone virtually under the radar. I, you know what? I'm so overbooked now. I couldn't. And God knows who wants to go to a wrestling show at 8 a.m. on a Sunday. Oh man, when when they did the ones at the Arnold Sports <laughs> Festival, that's when they'd start them. But not only that, they'd run them until like five or six that evening. 
because they do the Q&As and they do the live tryouts and all that stuff. So you didn't really know when they were going to run anything and you had to schedule your like lunches accordingly because I was there covering it. It was just a ton, a, a big mess. Other exclusives, by the way, Jason Kincaid wrote a great article, interviewed uh, indie wrestler Elliot Russell. I spoke to Ring of Honor's Bobby Cruz. I spoke to, uh, we spoke to uh, Becky Lynch's boyfriend, which that was a, a fun talk. Luke Sanders uh, about that type of experience. Arhan Buller, who is known as the guy that uh, Jinder Mahal was supposed to walk out to the cage, UFC last year. Just a billion different things that we have going on this weekend at Fightful.com, including uh, a lot of uh, features as well, including one. It's it's my favorite series, the four-year coronation of Roman Reigns, year three. <laughs> yes. So you've, you've got your WrestleMania plans. Does the access thing throw a wrench into that? Or did you pretty uh, much already I'm have not tickets? Gonna, I'm not. I, I I can't make access. There's no way I'm going to be able to make that a month. I mean, I I'm going to. Uh, here's what I'm doing. I'm doing both progress shows. I'm doing Revolution Pro. Mm-hmm. I'm doing Shimmer. I'm doing NXT. I'm doing Mania. I'm doing Raw. That's plenty. If you if you want me to like wrestling by the time I come yeah. back here on Tuesday. And I'm gonna try and be back at least to do a run in at the end of at, at the end of your show next week. Um, <laughs> yeah, last last year I did all of WWN and I was just burned out. I just could not handle another wrestling show after staying all the way through SmackDown last year. So access, look, I'm gonna get some sleep. I'm gonna have some lunch and dinners with friends. I'm gonna enjoy myself in New Orleans, and I'm not gonna worry about seeing everything. Because they're taping these access uh, shows apparently for the network, so they hopefully should be able to see it then. Yeah, they should. I just want to say, based on all the people that have been associated with Fightful over the years, the the athletes, the wrestlers, Shane Helms has appeared on TV. Deanna Peraz has appeared on TV. Jason Kincaid's about to appear on WWE TV. I think Vince Russo gets on there before Matt Riddle. <laughs> He's the he last go, one. He may go into the Hall of Fame one of these years. So he'll probably do that. <laughs> Poor Matt, man. Let me and ask we, you we, this. We talked oh, about ahead, it a couple weeks ago, and I think you were right on the money. I think that if Matt Riddle had signed with Ring of Honor when he wanted to, he'd be in WWE right now. Yeah. That's the thing. You, you got to do the opposite of what they want because they want to keep you under their thumb to a degree. Mm-hmm. He played good soldier and kind of got screwed, I think. Yeah, especially with the flow slam deal. And he signed that contract with them. And that stuff didn't just that just didn't work out. But uh, Matt's level of talent is so supreme that it's barring some catastrophic injury. I don't know that there's much of a way or or an Evan Bourne, Matt Seidel getting caught at the airport type of thing. That's the only way that it can mess up, by the way. Deanna Perrazzo versus Matt Riddle booked for, I think, a Beyond show? Yeah, that Beyond show is all intergender. And Beyond, I, I stayed for a bit of that. That is the end of the night when everybody's run out of gas at 11 p.m. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be interesting. But 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 I like what they've done in that they're marketing something different than every other show on the card. They're, they're a complete card of intergender matches. And if you like yeah. that thing, you, you got that. Uh, what is the biggest match of this weekend, in your opinion? Ooh, the biggest match of this weekend. Okay. God, it's going to be 
controversial. To me personally, one of the biggest is Cody versus Kenny Omega. And I say that based on all the story that's been built around it. Ah, the thing is, I don't know that there are any like overwhelmingly like gigantic matches, but there I'm interested in damn near every single match that I see listed on the slate over three, two or three nights. I'm uh, leaning towards Cody and Cody and Kenny myself, just because the build has been the perfect. best of anything on any major show. And I would include all the WWE stuff. Yeah, they, they get weekly build on what I think is some of the best TV programming there is, being the elite. By the way, guys, my NXT, being the elite, New Japan, Ring of Honor show, now on Fightful Select. If you all want to preview some of that content, uh, some of that is on our YouTube, a dark match commentary, uh, a Q&A, my first retro review, WWF Backlash 1999. The Styles Nakamura match, I'm also into. If I were to put a second one, I would say... Shane and Daniel Bryan against Owens and Zayn just because it's Daniel Bryan coming back. And that I, I, I wonder about, and I, as far as all encompassing with stakes included, Charlotte Nasca's up there because of the champion and a person they see as a star against an undefeated streak. There's just some good, good wrestling on paper. There's a lot of potential on that mania card on paper. That that's yeah. the that's the weird thing. I, I'm I'd put AJ and Styles as second for overall encompassing on the weekend because I think theirs is the one that if they steal the show is going to be the water cooler talk. Yeah, all year. Um, I'm I'm I am a little disappointed that Cedric and, and Mustafa Ali is on the pre-show. I really am. So about that, like I normally I would be. And they're going to eat a commercial. I know that. That sucks. But they're they're going to be featured on the USA Network that they're generally not featured on. So that I can kind of understand. Because if you want to see them, by and large, you're, you're going to have to be a WWE Network subscriber. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, a little, I'm kind of okay with that because it gives people on the USA Network maybe more of an opportunity to see that. Because there are going to be quite a few people that watch on the USA Network that don't watch WrestleMania. But... We're gonna we're gonna make our WrestleMania and Supercard of Honor picks later. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we've got SmackDown to talk about tonight. As you all saw, I posted uh, a rundown of that. I had somebody say that's very Bischoff of you, and no, I'm not giving away results. It is a basic segment rundown. If they're confident in their show, they really shouldn't be upset that somebody's listing segments. Daniel Bryan welcomes Shane McMahon to the ring says despite his hospitalization, he is cleared to compete at WrestleMania 34 this weekend. Brian says that Shane was right about letting him uh, about letting his friendship with Owens and Zayn cloud his judgment over the last six months. I thought that was horse shit. I thought that was complete <laughs> horse shit. Shane has been as as our friend Anna used to say, a taint. Yes, he has been indefensible. He has yeah. Roger Goodell running out on the field and swatting down passes from Tom Brady in the middle of a game. <laughs> that does not fly. Yeah, this this, uh, this segment, someone dropped the line somewhere, or someone forgot a beat or something. They had to reset and go back to that hug, hug thing. Um, yeah, it, I, I didn't buy it either. I'll just leave it at that. It was lame. Uh, Shane wants to shake Daniel Bryan's hand, but Bryan and Nashville wanted them to hug it out. Finally, they do. They cut a rah-rah promo. 
And based on Shane McMahon's history as a commissioner, I expected him to pop Charlotte right in the mouth for interrupting his segment. (laughs) Just cracker one. Intergenders come to to WWE all of a sudden. You missed last week with oral surgery. You're missing this week, too. Oh, jeez. One of those. You're going to get the cards and letters this week. Um, <laughs> I mean, based on Shane McMahon's But this is the way they've been doing it, though. It's one segment bleeds into another so it's that lazy. people's attention are, diver- are yeah. diverted. Yeah, They do it all the time. We later see a video package highlighting the KO and Zayn versus uh, Brian and McMahon feud. Very good video segment for a feud that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But WWE's really, really great at these videos. Oh, yeah. I, I wish they had done that instead of the sit-downs <laughs> with AJ and Nakamura, to be honest with you. Yeah. but uh... Especially given how the show ended, which we will talk about. Mm-hmm. Charlotte defeated Natalia anytime these two wrestle. I expect a good match out of these two. You didn't seem to agree with my notion that this was a good match between these two. I didn't like it at all. I really, really? didn't. I, 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 I mean, the first... I, it, it, the match itself... I I found disjointed many times. I found that they weren't on the same page a lot, so they'd have to go back to the headlock spot. Um, I didn't understand in context when you're building Charlotte for this super match against Asuka, why we needed such a long heat segment with Natty. Natty doesn't matter in any of this. To build her up for the Battle Royal seems superfluous, that, in my opinion. I don't. I didn't understand the logic of this match after last week we said, no, it was a great idea that they didn't have the return match, and here we are again doing it. It just uh, it felt bad to me. Yeah, that I would agree with. There wasn't a lot of sense to this match. There wasn't a lot of sense to Natalia getting heat in this match. However, what, what for what the match was, I enjoyed it. Uh, I love that Charlotte's using the head scissor rolls and the stomps, but about, WWE... about halfway through they they got back on page. But that first mm-hmm. half of the match, I really did not like, and it really kind of turned me off for the rest of it. But to each their own. Well, I, I like the head scissor stomps, but not WWE's production on it, where they zoom in. I hate that, of course. Charlotte gets posted outside the ring, and Natalia poses. I like her doing this here a whole lot more than I like it when she shoulder blocks somebody or body slams somebody and does it right in the middle of the ring when somebody is either on their back or on their chest. It makes a lot more sense to do it where you can't pin somebody. I had somebody that got mad over one of my tweets and went off yesterday <laughs> criticizing my wrestling history because I said that Bailey should have pinned Sonya Deville last night when Sonya Deville was flat back and she hit a cross body press. And I'm like, yeah, no, every single wrestling school, every single seminar, I've ever been a part of say if your shoulder, if the opponent's shoulders are on the mat, you go for a pin. That's why so often you'll see somebody bump and they'll roll their chest or they'll bump and they'll immediately get a shoulder up. It's because the point of a pro wrestling match is you get your opponent's shoulders on the mat. It doesn't matter if you hit the finger poke of doom or you hit a goddamn diamond cutter off the top rope. That's just how you do it. Yeah, you you act like it's a shoot at all times, yeah, and it's exactly. down on the ground. Although production, just to bring that back, caught Natty looking at Charlotte saying "pin me" at one point, which I yeah. just thought, "Oh man, come on, guys." <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. Charlotte applies a hellacious abdominal stretch as we come back from commercial. Uh, Natalia answers with a what I thought was a pretty equally awesome surfboard. Charlotte rolls out, mm-hmm. and Natalia rear naked choke is countered by a backpack jawbreaker. Charlotte eats boots on a moonsault attempt. 
which she is pretty much always going to do inside the ring because the way she lands. Yeah, but <laughs> now, now I never expect her to hit the moonsault ever again because she's always going to land on her feet and end up hit, eating a boot from whoever's on the ground. That's, that's Maybe kind you- of... Uh, who was maybe she can do like a moonsault elbow drop inside the ring. She'd probably land one of those a little bit easier. You got to find, uh, you know what? Sarah Logan would take that. Sarah Logan will take it. Some of the, some of the women of, how do I put this? More size could take, take the, yeah. uh, I just, I just think and they then, always uh, had concerns about that is a fantasy taking. spot. Yeah. It's a fantasy yeah. spot right there. But when she does it to the outside of the ring, it looks really good. Carmella comes in, teases a cash in. Charlotte kicks the briefcase out of her hands. Natalia almost beats Charlotte with a sneaky roll-up, but falls victim to the figure eight. Asuka comes out and says, the queen will bow down to the empress, but Charlotte takes the mic from her, rips her a new one. All I have to say is nobody better ever claim that Carmella hasn't paid her dues. She's got to carry that goddamn briefcase around for a year (laughs) in airports. To which uh, Robbie Fox of Barstool Sports said, that he was in an airport one time getting through TSA and saw somebody carrying one. And he was like, man, that thing looks realistic. And it was Carmela. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's the rib. If you win it, you got to take it with you at all times and you can't check it because who knows if it gets lost, if it gets lost. Um, I liked the yeah, Oscar from the damn merch table. Yeah. I, I, I like lost. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I had to sneak that one by you. Um, Jesus. Look, just don't bring them to indie shows. That's all I ask. Uh, I don't get the people who bring the belts. I mean, more power to yeah. you if you do. But to me, like, it'd be a chore to carry that thing around. Make sure it doesn't get scratched, anything like that. I liked Asuka's part of this, but there needed to be more of a confrontation. Oh, <laughs> Charlotte just take the mic and say, "Say you won't beat me." That's it. And I just kind of went, eh, "That okay." I love I I love this match on paper, but the build is has not been uh, what 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 I've come to expect. I think in in a big match go home show, it's almost and this is across the board tonight for me. I don't see the confusion that some have. Well, what brand's Asuka on? WWE doesn't even know. I think they know. It's obvious. If she, if she wins, she's on, she's Smackdown. on SmackDown. Exactly. Otherwise, she's on Raw. But they're like, hey, we're going to give you some leeway, let you appear on this because you got this match. Because why not? Bobby Roode joins commentary, and then Sunil sings horribly. Oh, that's a FightfulSelect.com. You get more of that, my friends. It is <laughs> worth every dime. <laughs> worth every dime. This is not a very good match early on, but it's Jinder Mahal, master of the top wrist lock, uh, working that top wrist lock for what seemed like two hours. Rusev wins with the Moshka kick. This match sucked. Match was bad. Rude wasn't great on commentary. Oh. The great on ride along with AJ Styles though. Yes, that, that was, was that was very good. Uh, it, so was Jinder. Jinder was great on ride along. They were they were speaking naturally. That's mm-hmm. probably why they. I mean, I I think Jinder does have some natural personality to him. All you people watching ride along, not eating what I'm eating. 
Mm. Well, I mean, in, in the three-man band promos, he had quite a bit of charisma there. It's not that he doesn't have charisma. It's it's the way that they, they script him to use his charisma. But but like the, the rude Orton, stare at the belt, stare at the sign. Okay, it, it was fine. Uh, I thought Aiden English was pretty good on his uh, his singing part here. His he uh, is, yeah. His 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 song rap for Rusev. I man, Rusev Day. Th- those chants in the Superdome are going to be something. Can't wait till we get that to that one on the prediction. Uh, RKO out of nowhere, but Aiden English beats up Orton. Then he eats one too when Bobby Roode pushes him into Orton. Rusev Day chants still take over. I do want to see rapid fire RKOs on Sunday. I want to see everybody eating one back to back to back. That is the way. To make Randy Orton exciting. I want to know what you think about this backstage commercial for the WWE Network. New Day. They're pulling a bunch of devices out of their wieners. Tablets and phones. (laughs) Laptops. Coming out of their, their genitalia area. They are joined by the Usos who say, Yeah, Us! People can watch us beat New Day for free on the WWE Network. Then the Bludgeon Brothers show up and they hit the camera with a hammer. Like it's... (sighs) They've got slammed into stairs. Yes. If you would have told me that some of these guys got brain aneurysms, I would have believed it the way that... Xavier hit the ground at one point. Mm. Am I the only idiot paying for WWE Network at this point? Because it seems everybody else is getting it for free. I mean, I, <laughs> but I should probably just cancel and get these. Uh, I look. I I understand the New Day gimmick. I I like the New Day a lot. I'm tired of them pulling stuff out of their pants. I really am. That's just me in some ways. I, 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 <laughs> Felix, all of, a, all of a sudden their pants are Felix the Cat's magic bag. They could just pull they, out anything out of there. There pull was a, a real, car. There, <laughs> was a, there was a real absence of the dong on last night's Raw. There's mm. plenty of it on SmackDown tonight. And, and yeah, and then the Bludgeon Brothers coming to put the coda on the, uh, on on the on the segment just it just defied it's like ooh let's back up so they can do their bit you yeah. know as opposed to oh we're in a feud although I'm I'm a little surprised that we did not uh, get the rumored TLC announcement for them yeah I guess since the they're doing they're running the NXT ladder match the night before they decided against it I don't know I'm happy uh, about just, that I'm happy about speculating that. But, I think I like having only one ladder match the whole weekend so that makes there, it a little bit more special there aren't any gimmick matches on this this WrestleMania show, like there's triple threats and battle Royals and stuff, but yeah, there's nothing, nothing else. Speaking of nothing else, Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, Mojo Rawley, and Primo. (laughs) I saw that on the graphic. I go, Oh, well, the colognes is back. And then, Oh my God, he's in the match. Holy crap. So I got to be honest. When I got that, that script, that rundown, I saw that and I said, Ooh, somebody's trying to figure me out. I was like, somebody should... <laughs> they put, somebody... they dropped Primo in there so you could advertise it. Some no, they're like, somebody leaked the fake one to my mole. <laughs> it's like, there's no way he's going to be on this show. Whatever. 
uh, his first match on TV since Money in the Bank 2017 kickoff show. He lost to Hype Bros. This was his first win since last April when he and, Pre- and Epico showed up and beat American Alpha, which worked out fantastically for all involved, obviously. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ryder and Mojo start this out. Uh, but Byron says that Mojo thought management held him back after the win last year. Okay. <clears throat> Dillinger and Ziggler battle during the commercial. Fandango and Primo get the hot tags of all people. Okay, whatever. This match was all commercial. Unfortunately, I mean, if they're going to put them on there, at least let me watch the damn match. Bunch of finishes hit, and Corbin heaves Tyler Breeze over the top rope. Hits the end of days on Fandango. That got a great reaction. His finish did, at least. So, good for that. Uh, I find it hard to believe. We'll talk about the predictions later on, but Corbin's getting the win here. They want to establish him, and really all they got to say is he's won this before. Yeah, and it was funny that brought up, Sachs brought up that Fandango's been in every Andre the Giant Memorial mm, Battle Royal. Right. It makes me, it's like, wow, after that Jericho match, it all went downhill for you too, huh? <laughs> you talk about Shelton Benjamin. Oh, he's been in so many great money in the bank. Yeah, he's never won one, one, ever. Exactly. Participation Kevin- trophies abound. Exactly. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn hopped the guardrail. I can tell you all this segment was uh, produced by Billy Kidman. It's funny on the SmackDown scripts, they don't list who produces the matches, but th- this was the only thing that had a producer listed next to it, and that was uh, Billy Kidman. They say that even though they're fired, this is still their show. They've been doing this on li- the live event loop uh, around, around really around my area, Huntington, Lexington, places like that. They apologize to Shane and Daniel's children for what they'll do to their fathers. Got a pretty good reaction, but they're not buying the like fest between McMahon and Daniel Bryan. They have their mics cut out, and Shane and uh, Bryan cut a promo. At this point, my direct TV went out. We're getting big storms. I understand they sang the Na 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 song. Yes, they uh, they have to pay residuals to Steam for Na Na Hey Hey Kiss Him Goodbye. Huh. Um, I loved the Owens Zane part of this. They actually. This is one of those times where their clever type of production things worked out for them because they shot. I don't know if this, uh, if you saw this before they came out, but they shot uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane watching this live from the TV while they're still doing the promo and they're saying, "Have think I think we've heard enough. Let's go give them something to you know sing about or something of that effect." And it was really kind of a clever staging of how they did and they came out but yeah they they basically said get all your cameras on there everybody with your camera phones get a look at them and uh because this will be the last enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Last time you ever see them in a SmackDown arena. And then they started saying, nah, nah, hey, hey, kiss them goodbye. Uh, with, uh, of course, the natural McMahon being off key, yes. as, as they often do. They do a backstage promo with AJ Styles where they are really hammering home the Vince McMahon dream of AJ Styles' pitbull mentality. Like, they, they, ref, they really worked on that one. Nakamura cuts his usual knee-to-face promo, and we get a selfie promo from training day, as they're called, by me at least where they say they plan on causing AJ and Nakamura to limp into mania. Early in the match, Nakamura passes up tagging in Styles and instead pats him on the head. Training day attack, we go to a commercial. Back from the commercial, Benjamin and Nakamura trade kicks. Styles ends up tagging back in, hitting an Ushikiroshi on Gable. A lot of side-eyeing going on between AJ and Nakamura. The do you trust me, I don't trust you. Trust is key. Phenomenal forearm on Gable, pin. What'd you think of the match first off? Uh, the match itself was fine. Um, the the uh, the clever stuff I didn't care for all that much because again, you're professionals. Go be professional for a while, and then and then you can have your falling out after the match. That's always been kind of my mentality. And on on a go home show, you know, I don't know if this match necessarily belonged uh, because look, there there's a ton of guys you can beat in the lead up. Just have everybody come out there who's in a main event and beat somebody. That's all you need to do for this. Um, but the match itself was great. I mean, I'd, I'd love a more extended, you know, match with stakes between these two teams <laughs> in, in my fantasy camp brain that will never happen in the WWE. Uh, Gable deserves so much better than what he's getting he right does. now. Um, the promos, like I said earlier in the show, they did. I, I thought they did more to damage the thought that this was a dream match because everybody's kind of playing up the entertainment. This is a dream match. Everybody's been waiting for it. You know, kind of thing. It's like, Oh, hey, just, just, just let it sit there, man. Just, just give me a video package for this one. Heck, if you're, if, 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 if Tom Phillips is on commentary saying from the Tokyo dome to the Superdome, go buy some footage from the Tokyo dome yeah, and show it in the lead up and tell me why this is a dream match. That's what I want to know. That that's what you know. That's what if you if you don't know better, what does the Tokyo Dome reference mean to you? I mean, it's it's for people. It's for that 
it's for that 10% in the know, the hardcores that, that they're kind of catering to. And that's fine, but you got to let everybody else in on it. I, I would agree. I would agree. Although I do like the simple build that they've had for this match. Just Nakamura always getting one over. Styles teases a forearm to Nakamura, but stops short, trolls in, pats him on the head. This is kind of. I, I loved it. He finally got one over on Nakamura, and Nakamura was seething. Mm-hmm. Nakamura couldn't take it as well as he could dish it out because he's been doing that to Styles for two months. And Styles does it one time, and Nakamura is mad. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that aspect of it. The, you uh, give him a little bit of his own medicine and he can't take it. I think that's a. Uh... It's a nice little move, although it does kind of position Shinsuke as the heel in this feud. I would agree. I would also agree that SmackDown tonight sucked. You could. Oh, so far as sucked, I would say it was there. It existed, and it didn't. It didn't do the job of a go home show. It didn't me. do a job at all. I you could have completely skipped this show and missed out on nothing. Yeah. Not, and I mean, not anything. Hot dog. WrestleMania 34. Mm-hmm. Going to run down our predictions. Here we go. Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Myself and Alex have a returning big cast coming back, winning this one. Doesn't look like it'll be Baron Corbin based on the way that they book things. You do have a former uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal winner and Mojo Rawley in there. Who do you think takes it? Big cast is in there. He wins it, but I think I'm going to go with Samoa Joe. That's a fair one, too. A nice way to reintroduce him. The WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. I personally picked Becky Lynch at the expense of Sasha and Bayley uh, kind of undoing themselves, causing themselves, and then the, the other horsewoman comes over, maybe dumps them both both out. How do you think it goes? I was thinking it was going to be a third person at the expense of Bayley and Sasha, too. I was thinking it was going to be Mandy Rose at first, and I said that on here, I think, last week. I don't anymore. I think this is going to start a build to Sasha Bailey at SummerSlam, possibly. I think this is going to be like WrestleMania four with Bret Hart and Bad News Brown. I think Bailey's going to win, and I think Sasha's going to smash the trophy over her. I just don't know how you drag it out for four months. Unless they somehow end up on different brands, and the Money in the Bank briefcase is involved somehow, and they say, oh, that you can challenge be- for whatever, but... That could be too. I, I, I'm I'm not sold on that, but but it was one of those things I was thinking about. I'm going, well, they've been making such a deal of this. It would yeah. be the time to smash a trophy over somebody's head right yeah. now. Especially even, that one. Even a plastic one. Garbage, that thing. Cruiserweight Championship Finals. Cedric Alexander, Mustafa Ali. I see this going one of two ways. Either Cedric wins and it's a feel-good moment, or Cedric loses and snaps subsequently. And we get some more juice out of this one. Yeah, on, on this past week's uh, Shake Them Ropes, Chris Novembrino uh, hosted. And he he's of the theory that this whole Cedric Alexander babyface thing is is a little bit, uh, it's not genuine in many ways. He's kind of playing babyface just for the cameras. Um, I, I, I think it, it would be the latter of those two options. I think Mustafa Ali wins this, though. And I think this match is going to be fantastic. Oh, I do, too. I do too. WWE United States Championship. Orton, Mahal, Rude, Rusev. If they're smart, they go with Rusev. 
However, there's a lot of titles that I could see switching hands on this show, and they could very well keep it on Orton just to not have all of them switch hands. The Rusev Day chants are going to be loud. Uh, you stole my thunder by saying the exact same thing I was going to. If they were smart, they'd put this belt on Rusev. They're not going to. Orton's going to win this. SmackDown Tag Team Championships, the Usos, Bludgeon Brothers, New Day. I think if the Bludgeon Brothers don't win this, somebody else is getting pinned, obviously. I would like to see the Usos win because much was made about them never appearing on a WrestleMania main card, which is why I'm not that upset about the Cedric Mustafa thing because, guys, the Usos deserve it as much as anybody on this show. Yeah, and it's also why I'm not upset about Sasha and Bailey not having a singles match. Fair. Uh, I think I think the Usos win this for exactly the reason you state. I hope so. Alexa Bliss, Nia Jax. I have Nia winning in a quick squash. I'm hoping mm-hmm. like Mysterio JBL level. I think that's a good culmination of this. And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't like it. I like them going the social issue route and reflecting reality with with this stuff. And pe- I had people say that, well, Alexa Bliss is acting like a high schooler. And I was like, man, I can give you some hashtags to look up if you want to see actual adults acting like high schoolers all day on social media that type of behavior exists. How do you think this match goes? Uh, I too have said squash. I more compared it to King Kong Bundy versus SD Jones from WrestleMania one. That was an uh, ugly ass know, match. It, it, I watched it. I watched it yesterday. A quick, what? Six seconds. match. Oh, no, they no, no. It, it was, it was uh, about 22, but yeah. Yeah, I know. But that's how it should go, in my opinion. I don't want Mickey interference. I, I just want straight squash. Um, I think you have ascribed far too much depth than they're thinking about on the social relevancy scale. Oh, of course, of course. I think I think but, you've booked that part to it, not not oh, them. I don't think they're thinking yeah, about that Yeah, I agree, but the fact that they're even approaching that, you know. Yeah, but but I I think this should be a very very quick one. Um, if if uh, if they because Alexa doesn't need. Alexa really doesn't need offense. She's a character. She's not really a quote unquote wrestler in, in that respect, although she's very good at that, but yeah. she can take, she can take a quick loss and it would fit the character. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty great assessment. I'm most excited to hear your prediction on this one. The bar against Braun Strowman and TBA. Who's his partner? Who wins? <sighs> All right. I've gone through about four different partners for him <laughs> so far. I think they're going to go straight. I think they're going to go Elias. I think yeah. because they, they've announced Elias for the battle Royal by now, if he were doing that or as a host, he has no role at WrestleMania. It's going to be Elias. Um, I think they beat Elias and I think Braun power bo- or power slams him afterwards. That's my inkling, but I could see them winning the titles too, but I'm going to go with, uh, they'll go with the bar retaining just for the heck of it. If I had to guess, just throw one out there. I'd say Elias or a one-off James Ellsworth who loses and then Braun Strowman kills him. But uh, I, I've heard, you know, Alex has mentioned this. Elias could be the guy in the spot who comes out, plays a guitar and gets rock bottomed or stone cold stunnered or that could be it that. too. I mean, that, that seems Elias does not need a match to, to do exactly what he does. In fact, I would argue that what he does is bigger than, almost any match that he could do. Yeah. My only, my only thing is if, if you get a situation with either Ellsworth 
or even Elias. This could happen with Elias and Braun where like Braun gets fed up with Elias or Elias tries to turn on Braun mm-hmm. and Braun just kills the guy. And then he just throws the limp carcass on top of the bodies of one of the bar and wins the yes. title that way. That that's the way I, I could see that one going for for comedic effect. I could that, see them going comedy on this one. I mean, they're they're more than willing to go to comedy with Braun, obviously. <laughs> Brain Strowman. Oh boy! As I mentioned in the script last night, it read specifically in parentheses, "Not Dudley Boy's glasses." And I was, that was like, the first joke. That was ten seconds in. I go, "Oh look, it's Braun Dudley!" All of a sudden, I was like, "My God, you all had one thing to do, one note." To follow on this script they didn't do it let me let me bring up a, a off the board choice that people have been bringing up of late bray wyatt as his partner uh, I, I actually you know it'd make a little bit of sense well he posted that instagram thing too i didn't see that what he posted a picture with bray and it said like the boys are back in town or some shit like that hmm the Miz, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Intercontinental Championship. Based on the matches that Rollins and Balor have been having lately, I expect this one to be just complete flames. But I could see Miz retaining and losing the championship on Raw. Yeah, I think uh, I think he gets the the celebration. I think the record breaking celebration is a uh, is a segment on Raw, and that. Again, they're going to play up, I think, Seth and Finn being so into the match that they're not paying attention to Miz, and Miz sneaks a pin somewhere in here. Charlotte, Asuka, SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte's title versus Asuka's streak. Who you got? I got Asuka. I got Asuka going over to SmackDown after winning the SmackDown Women's Championship. I also have Carmella cashing in and getting kicked in the head by Asuka and, and not, and not uh, succeeding. Bold prediction. I like it. Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. There are a lot of aspects to this one. But a returning Daniel Bryan has to win and have... Yes, 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 right? I would think so, and I would think this would be early on in the show so that we've forgotten it by the time Roman and uh, Brock come on. Um, Okay, now, when you say that, do you think Brock and Roman are going on last? Yes. Oh my God! It's gonna get yes chance. It's gonna get Rusev. I know. Chance. I know. I said this last week, and I said this two weeks ago, and Rob called me a moron. But it's going on last, and <laughs> they may even try and buffer it in a way to make the lock hip make Roman a locker room hero. Um, but they're I, already I think, trying. They're trying. I think. I think he. Ha- I think it has to go on last. I. I, I just don't see. I mean, my. Optimum choice is to put AJ and Nakamura on last. I think that would be the the one to do, but I just don't see, I don't see that happening. I, I see them going chalk in their mind, and I see them going with Brock and and Roman. So they put on this tag match early. I, wow, I I, I think Daniel Bryan has to win here. I just don't know how they figure out how to get Kevin and Sammy back into continuity. Because everything screams that they should win this match. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's very true as well. Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, Kurt Angle, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey's winning this. Celebrities don't lose. Um, yes. I think, uh, and I think there's a visual tap by Triple H to Ronda mm-hmm. at some point, even though it won't count. Yes. I am toying with... A Ronda Rousey heel turn, though. 
Yeah, I mean, it would fit. It it fits her. It fits their kind of logic where, you know, when they put me through that table, it all became clear that, yes, they control my career and I really need to do something about that. That's the exact thing that the McMahon family would write in, too. Yeah. Yeah, oh. and, and that's what I'm 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 playing with that notion in my head because Jesus. she is not a nat- she's not a natural baby face, and there's all that talk about well we'll polish her up once once we beat her or whatever. And Kurt's been shown as kind of the weak link of this team. I could see them, I could see them winning, and then or at least I could see Ronda throwing the match for the for Funny. the. Match. But funny I do you think mentioned that. Funny you mentioned that. Uh, quick plug: FightfulSelect.com. I did a retro review on Backlash 1999. Mm-hmm. That's right before the higher power was revealed. That they had this big coup. Vince McMahon, Shane McMahon, all in on it. Vince is cracking Shane McMahon over the head with a championship belt on this show weeks before, and they were like, "Ha ha, we got you." So this. I could totally buy buy into them doing this on this match. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, WWE Universal Championship. Brock Lesnar does have six months on a USADA suspension to serve. He is still under WWE contract technically till August. They froze his deal a couple of years ago to let him go to the UFC. Heyman saying it's going to be his last match. What do you think happens? I think Roman kicks out of three F fives that they've been making look great for several months. Yeah. I think, I think because the undertaker lost on the third F five, I think, and they've been playing that up too. I think Roman kicks out of the third one, hits a Superman punch and gets the pin. I I, I think Roman wins again. I think this is a pseudo coronation again. (laughs) I heard a great idea. That, that would just be right up Vince's alley where the locker room comes out to celebrate and hoist him on the shoulders like an old Dusty Rhodes title win. But I just think that'd be a bit too cheesy at, at some point. So, But I'm just going to go with the straight Roman wins. AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura. I have AJ Styles retaining in this match. How do you think it goes? I think it depends if they want AJ Styles on Raw. Um, that's, that's the thing I'm, I'm, I could see Nakamura with a short-term title reign. I just don't see them having the faith in him to have the, uh, have the, uh, promo. So I'm thinking they have the greatest Royal Rumble later this month. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I think it's going to be one of those things where, where Shinsuke gets elevated and probably put into a U.S. title match after, after this. In some in their minds, that's elevating him. But I, yeah. I do think he loses a close one to AJ here. That's WrestleMania 34 pre-show, uh, post-show. Hold on. Do we get Undertaker and John Cena? You know, it's funny. I didn't even ask you for a prediction because it's not on our match listing. And it completely went over my head. <laughs> I have thought maybe it's not a match. Because my thing was always like, you can still have Undertaker on WrestleMania. I mean, for the love of God, Kane beat Chavo Guerrero in like nine seconds. If you don't advertise the Undertaker, you can. Now, I'm not saying that that's what they'll do here, but even in future years, if he doesn't leave it in the ring here, you don't have to advertise Undertaker. He can just show up, choke slam, tombstone. That's a wrap. But uh, I think the audience has overwhelmingly spoken. 
They want American Badass Undertaker too. Yeah, I'm I'm cold on the idea of Undertaker coming out and teasing a match for next year. Because Oh man, you think that's what they'll do? They'll sell it for next year? As a retirement match, possibly. Oh, I, I man, that's stinky. I, I I know, but I've heard that being rumbled about. I think that's a bad idea because you don't know what kind of physical shape Undertaker is going to be in a year from now. I, I you like your idea. He's like, in now. He had hip surgery. I like the squash match idea coming yeah. in. Tombstone. That's it. Goodbye. And then and then if you want to do another match next year as a retirement match in New York City. For the Undertaker, sure, you could do that then. I, I mean, because they have not advertised this. I would love, love if Undertaker squashed John Cena, and that just fucked John Cena's world all up. <laughs> I thought that should have been the case after he lost to The Rock years ago. Oh yeah, I thought yeah, that should have yeah. sent him into a psycho downward spiral where that finally gave John Cena the edge. Now, the the funny thing is. <laughs> he's so widely like he's he's more accepted by the fans now than I think he's ever been in his his babyface career since like oh five maybe, but that gives him the edge where he you start to see him I don't want to say turn heel but he starts to do some things where he's like who was the pitcher on uh, major league that would put snot on the ball <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, you know, he had, he had all sorts of creams on his, cream on his shoulder and all that stuff. And he's like, I'll put anything I can find on it. One day you will too. And that's yeah. what he turns into. He Because, I mean, he's – I thought he made a great case for why he wasn't doing the other stuff at WrestleMania. But I would love if that sent him down a downward spiral. That is compelling television to me. I but want him I, on access at 8 a.m. on a Sunday. That's what <laughs> – <laughs> desperately trying to find out John Cena versus Deanna Perrazzo at Beyond let's book it <laughs> Deanna's winning that long live Fightful stretch him Ring of Honor Super Card of Honor we got this Women of Honor tournament you have Kelly Klein against Iwatani you have Tennille Dashwood against Sumi Sakai I think it comes down to Tennille and Kelly Klein I want to say, if you all didn't watch the Kelly Klein Bonesaw Brooks match, that was probably one of my favorite matches of the tournament. That was good shit, pal. Good shit, pal. You know what? I didn't much mind the uh, Brandy Rhodes Tennille match. I thought Tennille made Brandy look as good as she's ever looked in the ring. However, the booking of Mandy Rose, or not Mandy Rose, Mandy Leone in Mandy this. Mandy Leone. They just need to put a friggin' sign on her back that says, I'm dating the booker and let her get the heat off of it. Because everybody that watches that show pretty well knows the drill. Who do you think Queen of Stardom? Mandy Leon? Come on. Yeah. Uh, Who do you think wins this Women of Honor championship? I think if Tennille Dashwood is signed Ring of Honor, it's going to be her. But I'm going with Kelly Klein because I don't think Tennille's signed. Well, they've liked Kelly Klein for a very long time. Uh, I'm going to go with Tennille. I'm going to go with Tennille. Briscoe's against Tanahashi and Jay Lethal. They have stacked this show. This is a very, very, very good show. Because, yes. And the Briscoes are incredible. The Briscoes got a win on Ring of Honor TV this week over Dalton Castle and Kenny King. So, And, and Cole Cabana made it feel special on commentary. I like that. But the Briscoes, they're winning this match, I would imagine. 
I do. I don't think Tanahashi is going to be doing that much in it because he. I mean, this is this is kind of him on autopilot in some ways. He's, Briscoe's he's had a lot of big of match heat. coming up at Dantaku too. Yeah, Briscoe's have a lot of heat lately, so that could might factor into it. Um, but I I would go with the Briscoes. SoCal uncensored against the Young Bucks and Flip Gordon. These titles don't really mean anything. And it's WrestleMania weekend. I would imagine Young Bucks and Flip Gordon win. It's going to make for great being the elite content. Like, I mean, great stuff. It's a ladder match. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. I'm still not sold on Flip Gordon yet. I think he always kind of, you can see it in his eyes where he's watching for the next spot to happen. But, uh, you know what, working with these five guys, it's not going to hurt him. Right, and I, I would agree. I, I think Flip is a, a is a guy on the ascent, and I think they're going to want to help showcase that. Kenny King, Silas Young, a little bit surprised this one got made. I thought they were going to go the Austin Aries route here. As did I. Yeah. <laughs> Not um, going to complain about Silas Young. Silas Young's great, but you know what? I haven't cared about Kenny King in a few years. Yeah, neither have I. And really, that was a stretch because it was really All Night Express during that, what I considered a legendary Ring of Honor tag team scene at that point. No, but, I really liked him there. I liked him in TNA when he was with uh, Lashley and MVP. I thought that was a BBC, nice little yeah. stable that they had. Yeah, but, Hernandez uh, went and fucked it up for everybody. Well, mm-hmm. TNA did. They didn't They didn't straighten their shit out. Who do you think's winning this one? It's a pick em for me, but I'll, I'll go with Kenny King. Yeah, I will too. Tomohiro Ishii versus Punishment Martinez. <laughs> oh my god, that's an intriguing one. I thought he's that, having uh, a weekend. Old Tomohiro Ishii. Yes, he, is. he has Jeff Cobb. Um, who? Oh, who does he have at Rev Pro? I can't remember right now. But he has somebody at Rev Pro, and now he has Punishment Martinez. Sure. Somebody Give asked me. if we're going to do our NXT predictions. Uh, that was on last night's show. I decided to move or do the Ring of Honor ones on this show. Punishment Martinez and Marty Skrull was a great sprint. Did you see yes. that? Yeah, oh, I did. that was so good. So good. Hangman Page versus Kota Ibushi. This was a battle of the two guys that I thought were able to eat the pen this weekend, and one of them did. Do you think Kota uh, gets that win back, so to speak, even though Hangman Page didn't pin him? <sighs> yeah. Well, see, it's weird because the the the, the relationship between the Japanese exactly. promotions and ROH has been so one sided of late. I could see them just going, "Hey, we're getting wins this time. Screw you. You've been playing in America, getting." But wins. I mean, is Ibushi even really signed? No, he's still freelancing. So, but, so, but I think it also plays into who possibly wins in Cody and uh, Kenny. So, yeah. but I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Kota wins this one. I will too. Dalton Castle, Marty Skrull. I would have Marty Skrull win this. I think that makes for good BTE <laughs> uh, on-screen stuff too, especially with Cody trying to weasel his way around. And this was Cody's championship. I've got Marty Skrull winning this, even though I wouldn't be surprised if they had Castle win. I, I don't think they do just because of uh, they may need Marty and New Japan to be the uh, – <laughs> the junior champ in a bit. They will, uh, probably will. So, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that uh, Dalton Castle keeps this for now. The big one, Cody versus Kenny Omega. This is just good stuff, man. The build has been 
it has been constant and it has been bubbling over since last summer. And this this is the type I don't want to say it's the same exact type of build, but this is the type of build that a Bailey and a Sasha Banks should have had <laughs> over that that period of time. And I won't say that the build between them has been bad necessarily because I want to see them wrestle. But Kenny and Cody have just mastered this. They they've had it take over multiple promotions and YouTube. I think Kenny Omega is winning this. But goddamn, I'm so interested in this one. I'm interested to see if this becomes a clusterfuck with uh, the Young Bucks getting involved and other things. Because if that happens, I could see Cody sneaking a win here. To well, there's already a clusterfuck scheduled for this week. so Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, but but Cody or, but uh, Omega should win. I'll put it that way. He should win this. I don't know if he will, but he should. Any parting words before you uh, travel? You might not be here next week, looking like you'll have the week off. You'll be traveling back from New Orleans. Where can people, or where can our people hit you up at? Where can they see you? Where can they hear you? Uh, th- we're going to be recording Shake Them Ropes right after this, doing our NXT and, and WrestleMania preview, because I'll be flying on a plane tomorrow. Uh, you can reach me at CrapGame13 on Twitter. DMs are open if you are in New Orleans for Mania. For manly handshakes, adult beverages, awkward conversations, whatever you want, I will do uh, for you. I'll be at Progress, both shows. I'll be at Rev Pro. I'll be at Shimmer. I'll be at NXT TakeOver. I'll be at Mania, and I'll be at Raw. Why do you need DMs open? You can't just quote tweet Missy Hyatt and ask if she'll be at Mania? No, Dave. <laughs> poor, poor Dave. Poor Dave. They tore him a new one for that. <laughs> so uh, there, was the, there was the gif of Steph Curry shooting the hay. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. Of course, guys, FightfulSelect.com. Show us some support. I've got tons of new shows that are going to go up there. The Q&A next week after WrestleMania. Uh, dark match commentary is up. Brock Lesnar versus Funaki. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, I have a preview of my Q&A show up there. We uh, posted the Raw script on there. There's just a lot of good stuff over there. The first Jimmy Van match features Bobby Roode. But follow me at Sean Ross Sapp. Most importantly, visit Fightful.com. Let people know about it. Uh, retweet our stories, especially our exclusives. All that stuff helps. Subscribe, like, thumbs up. I'll see you guys Wednesday for the list and your boy. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. 
To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.